Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Today's Bible verse comes from Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Okay, so our marriage prayer today is strength in the midst of trials. Yes. I know we've talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. I'm great with disappointments but I'm not great with uncertainty. And that's where I really Okay, wait, wait a minute. Back up. You're great with disappointments. Yeah. Examples. Like if you were to say, oh, we're losing our house tomorrow. We're going to lose everything. Wow, that's like our severe. house burned down and we don't have insurance. <laughs> okay. I would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you Whatever. would. It is what it is. You would. Like that would not bother me at all. You know, probably not. Please don't do it, Lord. Please don't do it. (laughs) No, I mean, I'd be like, yeah, but it's the uncertainty when when we don't know what's going to happen. That time of waiting. Oh, so you would prefer to have something happen rather than not happen. I would prefer to know, like that's where my comfort zone is in knowing. Oh, that's interesting. And it, I am so uncomfortable in that place of waiting, and I think that both of those things are are really important to our faith, both trusting where God is taking you and just being able to lean on him and relax. But the other part of it is now God has taken me here. Will I accept where I am? Mm -hmm. You know, the outcome of the trial, I think is what I'm okay with. It's the trial itself that I struggle with. You just want it to be done. Yeah. No matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think, yeah. And so our prayer today is about having strength in the midst of that. And that's really where I need to pray because I know that the minute God is asking me to wait, the minute there are uncertain times, I have to, you know, I'm like a bee in a bottle and I just can't wait to get out. I just have to get out. And nothing can drive me more crazy than that not knowing and waiting to find out what it is. And then once I find out, I'm like, oh, oh okay, Lord, I can I can do this. I can do this. You know, that's mm-hmm. when I, yeah. I find my strength. So, yeah, I don't know how you are. I'm trying to think of which one you are or if you're just I'm a not, little bit of both, I think. Hmm. I was going to say I'm neither of those, but both, I, think, I think you're both of them. Well, maybe. Maybe that means the same thing. But not you're not like really extreme. You're not as bad as I am in uncertainty. I would not say that you are. No, I think for me, I'm more interested in when, when things start to happen, um, let's just say things start going off the rails. Yeah. It's not that I want it to end right away. I'm just so curious to see what God's got in store. Because so many times things have happened to us that we thought were just terrible. And it always turned out for the best. Mm-hmm. All the time. Always turns out for the best. So, I mean, my job is to make sure that, um, you know, I, I stay in the Word and, and stay in prayer and my relationship with God is growing every day. And then I, I really don't have anything to worry about. And that's kind of... Well, 
Yes. Well, that's that's that kind is. of my thought process. And so when when things just seem terrible, I, that that's when I just start looking for. I wonder how this is going to how to, how it's going to pan out. Now how you this called is that you better. called that your job, and I think it's good for us to change that um, and to say. My desire is to stay in the word. It's my focus. Yeah. My focus. It, not my job, but I like it's that my better. focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's what um, what I start my day with, what I end my day with, you know, and I, but that's I think that's my uh, that's my view is that I'm just curious to see what how this could possibly turn into something good, but it it always does. It always does. God always takes care mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. Even if we think it's not good, it's always great. Yeah. And, I, and that's, that's where I'm like, I see a silver lining in, in every dark cloud that we have. But it's that, you know, waiting for to find out what the weather is going to be. Right. <laughs> well, and it's where like I'm said, like, is this going to be sunny or cloudy? Yeah. How is this going to turn out? You know, well, I, I, said, I can look for the silver lining if it's going to be cloudy, but I just want to know right now. Well, I said to somebody one time, I said, you know, it, it seems to me that if if something is just not so bad, then there's not really anything that comes of it. But if it's terrible, then great things come from it. It's just the strangest thing, mm-hmm. you know, to look at that. And so, yeah. So anyway, yeah, because so that's my... you know why great things come from the terrible things is because that's when we're really relying on his strength and not Completely. our strength alone. Completely. I mean, a lot of people yeah. will wait to step out in ministry until all of their ducks are lined up in a row. And the thing is, they're not leaving any room for God to work in this situation. They're saying, you know, I'm not ready to do this because I am not strong enough. Like Moses said, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, what did he say about his speech? He's not good with speech, you know? And then Mm -hmm. there's David who's so small and he killed a giant and he didn't wait till he got bigger and stronger and right. And until right. he went to military school, this guy used what he had at the time. And I think that's where we learn to rely on God when we are at our weakest, mm-hmm. which is why it is good to get to those points and to have those places in our life. And I think it's because in, we're looking at it's interesting, too, though, that with Paul, um, he prayed three times that uh, because he what he described as a thorn in his flesh Um and he prayed about it three times that it should be taken from him. And yeah. God's response was, my grace is sufficient for you. And yeah. so now thorn in the flesh, people have debated that for years. What does that mean? Is it a physical illness? Um, you know, a lot of people thought that it was his blindness that was, that was a, you know, a major problem for him. Like he, they thought that he was very... Well, he never said he was blind. Never said he was blind, but so there's a lot of... So you're jumping through two hoops no, there. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, what people have said. They're kind of... Yeah. They're kind of hypothesizing about, you know, what it is that that thorn in the flesh could be. Mm-hmm. And the, the most common one is, is that his eyesight was poor. It was failing. I and see what you're saying. Yeah, now. yeah. And so, but whatever it was you know, it's something that he had to live with day after day. And it actually drove him closer to God because it took all of, um, all of his reliance was on God and, and any chance that he would think that he did anything himself was gone because he was just, yeah, he just I knew like that, that. It, it wasn't from himself ever. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, very interesting. It's so nice when we can just say, okay, God, I let go. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to let you, you know, it's like when you're working in the kitchen with your mom and I'm going to make this really quick because I've got to read this marriage prayer, but 
sometimes like my mom wouldn't let me do it because it wouldn't turn out right. Yeah. But it feels so good when you can work in the kitchen with someone who's like, okay, go ahead, you do it. You do it your way and we'll see how it works out. We don't need to eat tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to do this with Maddie, you know, I'd say, sure, go ahead. You want to do that? You want to do that weird thing with this soup? You go ahead and do it. We'll see how it tastes. Sure. You know, and that's, I don't know where I, what I was saying with that. I don't know what I was saying with that. About your mom? Yeah. I don't know what the point was with that. But anyway, I'll read the marriage part. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe someone else can figure out what the point was in that. I'm I'm actually going to leave that in the marriage. I'm going to leave that in the podcast. (laughs) And so, yeah. So (laughs) So, we'll we'll circle back when you think of it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray that you would give us strength in the midst of trials. Remind us to rejoice on the darkest days, knowing that the trying of our faith builds builds patience. Teach us to lean on you and to put our trust in you at all times. For you have never failed us in the past and will never fail us in the future. May we give thanks through every trial we have and in every situation we face, knowing that all things work out together for good to those who are in Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Okay, now you have your finger up. I have my finger up because I remember the the point of that little parable. Okay. Was that some, you know, it's sometimes hard when someone else is in your kitchen just to say, okay, you do it your way, you do it, and I'm going to trust. And that reminded me of us saying, God, I know that you are making something here, Mm -hmm. and I am just going to stand back and I'm going to let you have your way. So in that story, God is the one that's, we are the ones that are saying, God, this let, let you us, yeah. you be in control of my life and teach yeah. me to stand back teach me not to be so hands-on and yeah there you that's go. what i want to say in the name of jesus we pray amen amen mm-hmm.